podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. And hello, late tea time podders around the world. I may sound a bit weird today because I haven't got my own normal microphone with me. So relying on my laptop mic to see me through. But uh, I am James, he is Dave, and he is okay, I think. How are you? <laughs> I'm, better, I'm better than okay. I'm fairly good. That's all right then. Yes. On a scale of 0 to 10, you're, with 10 being absolutely spiffing, you're about a 6, 7? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Wait, let's do. not get carried away. Yeah, that'll do. Ease ourselves into the week. <laughs> anyway, um, nice to see you. Nice to see you, late tea time podders out there as well. We come to you as late as possible on a uh, Wednesday so that uh, the man alongside me can uh, soak up all of the latest news, the press conferences, and the rumors and the tittle tattle from around the world of golf. And uh, we are looking ahead to the uh, BMW Championship today. I'll give you the uh, prices on the screen, the latest prices at the time of recording. Um, Rory McIlroy, 15 to 2. Scotty Scheffler, 8 to 1. John Rahm, 9 to 1. Patrick Cantlay is in there at 10. You've got Xander Schaffelet is 18 to 1. Victor Hovland, 18s as well. Max Homer, 25 to 1. Tommy Fleetwood, who's been playing rather nicely recently, 25 to 1. Colin Morikawa is 25 to 1. Tyrrell Hatton, 28. Jordan Spieth is 28. And the rest are a wee bit bigger. Ricky Fowler being the next on that list. Um, DT and BMW Championship, we're getting close to the uh, kind of the big one, aren't we? They're all jockeying for position, also jockeying for the the US, jockeying for Ryder Cup spots as well. It's a pivotal part of the season, this, isn't it? Yeah, second leg of the playoffs. So we're down to 50 this week. There were 70 went to post last week, down to 50. There will be another 20 that lose out at the end of this week. And then the final 30 go through to the Tour Championship at uh, Atlanta, East Lake. So, yeah, only 50 players in the field. So, in theory, James, that should be a lot easier to find the winner. Um, it's a bit like um, one of those reality TV programmes, isn't it, where we, we're kind of voting off a certain amount every week. Yeah, um, they're actually getting voted off on merit rather than a, a telephone line. <laughs> yeah, so um, as you say, we come uh, late on a Wednesday. So I've been looking at some of the um, uh, quotes about this week's course. It's a it's uh, Olympia Fields in um, Illinois. So I think it's about twenty five miles outside of Chicago. Okay, and. Um, they used it in 2020, and the, the, the big sort of takeaway there, this is this event has been won with all sorts of like 20 under, 23 under, like 27 under. It was won with four under last time it was played. So it's a tough course. It's a long par 70. Okay. Um, so picking up on some of the quotes of those that have been interviewed, John Rahm, who is number one in the FedEx Cup standings, uh, he said it's been wet and rainy, so we'll see how it plays. And then he actually answers his own question and says, it's going to play a lot longer, I'll tell you. Uh, so, yeah, so he thinks the rain um, will certainly have a, quite a big effect. Patrick Black- Cantlay says, you have to base- basically be on top of every part of your game, drive the ball in the fairway. Does Winning- he speak slow as well? Was he what, sorry? Does he speak slowly as well as play slowly? Well, we'll have more to say about him soon, actually. Okay. 
But uh, yeah. A nice little teaser there. Yeah, uh, winning score was barely under par last time. Might be a little lower this year with the weather, so he thinks that the rain could soften the course up a little bit. And then they've interviewed Keegan Bradley, um, who actually was talking about how desperately he wants to make the Ryder Cup team. Um, he's probably... It's almost like if, if you were to name it now, he might be like the 13th man. He might be the one to miss out. So he's, he says he's basically thinking about it every second of the day, which... You could take as well. He's up for this, but you could take that mm. he's putting too much thought into it. But he if said, you are, "If you are the thirteenth man, yes. do you go on a reserve list? So if anybody falls down a bunker, they get the call." Well, you aren't really a thirteenth man because six wild card card picks. But so, that, the captain will have a thirteenth man in mind, won't he? Just in case of a calamity. Kind of, yeah, kind of, I guess. So yeah, possibly. I mean, it's it's. You may as well be the the, the last or the next cab off the rank. So you know. Um, but he said driving the ball and, and putting is going to be huge around here. Um, I think that's quite an important comment. So he's basically Keegan Bradley, having had a look at the course, thinks you need to be a really good driver and put well. Uh, so that would you know say someone like Scotty Scheffler, awesome tee to green putting is, is awful. It's not getting better, so I'm ruling him out. So he come back. So his new his new putter last week didn't work. His stats were terrible again. So it's just <laughs> uh, what's it's in what, there, isn't it? It's got to it be. Is, it is in there, yeah, and it's just not working out for him. So at the moment, you can't be backing him at single figure prices just because of his putter. And putting was important here last time it was played here. This is late tea time, the golf betting podcast. I'm left kind of, you've got to bear in mind this it's a 50-man field, so you can't get too giddy about prices because they're going to be shorter than perhaps normal. And the, the player I've come to, who you've just mentioned, is Patrick Cantley. Patrick Cantley. Who I've no sort of love or... Um, warm feelings towards Patrick Cantley. He's kind of good at what he does, but he's boring like like cold play. Yeah, <laughs> let's say that. I've Patrick just, cold play. That's what we would call it. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so he kind of just sort of zoom, does nothing to me, Patrick Cantley. Um, but that shouldn't put us off thinking, it, you know, when to back him is a good time. I mean, I remember in the playoffs last year in this very event, which he won at a different course, I'd backed, I tipped uh, Scott Stallings at 100 to 1. And Scott Stallings, I think he might have been too clear on the back nine. I thought, this is great. This is going to make my season. And Patrick Cantlay plods along. He gets a lucky break, I think, maybe the 17th or 18th when his ball didn't go in the bunker. And he plods away and wins. I thought, oh, here we go. But last week, he sort of went up in my estimation because he didn't ruin my bet on Lucas Glover. I, I tipped Lucas Glover at 66s got into a playoff with Cantley. So Cantley had won now, just, you know, oh dear me. But Cantley didn't, he drove it in the water. So well done, Patrick. But now, <laughs> well, well I want you to play. Yeah. yeah, now Patrick Coldplay, I do want you to, I'm gonna, that that will stick that name, I think. Um, although, do, I must ask you, James, do you like Coldplay? A couple of their songs are okay-ish. They're a little bit middle of the road for me, I think. <laughs> Says the man who likes Ed Sheeran. Ah, he's he's a talented lad. Yeah. I haven't got um, any of his I've not got any of Ed's albums. 
Anyway, um, he's, a nice, he's a nice enough kid. So Patrick Canlow, so he is as well. Ed Sheeran, by the way, so he's, he gets gets a nod for that as well. He likes cricket. Yeah, does he? Oh, well, that doesn't change my opinion of his songs. Um, Cantlay then. So they've interviewed him, and I like his quote. So to begin with, he's won this event for the last two years on different courses. So. Um, Sometimes, I think last year you could have thought, well, he's coming to defend on a different course, so that's a negative, but he just plodded away and he won again. So I don't think it makes any difference where they're playing. Hmm. Uh, so he, he, even though they are on different venues, there's certain uh, characteristics, characteristics and attributes that he likes. And he says, I like all the bent grass golf courses, which is what we're on this week, very traditional back-to-front greens. I think... This golf course is excellent. I don't worry too much about being the defending champion or anything like that. I just go out there and do my best. Fortunately, this week, it'll be on a golf course I really enjoy. So he does really enjoy this course. When it was held here in 2020, he was 12th. Um, so that was a, a pretty good effort. Um, Runner-up last week. So as much as I find him dull as dishwater... And um, I might have to not watch the, the back nine of his in contention. I think he's a good bet. So come on, Patrick, let's do it. Ten now to he, one, six places with the likes of Sky Bet and Paddy Power, which is uh, factually correct. But I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to go win only. And and in fact, because of that, if you go to Betfair, they're doing in, um, an enhanced uh, win only offer of twelve to one. Okay. So, if you, so if you can get on that, take the 12 to 1 win only, Patrick Cantley. If you can't, I'd still back him uh, just to win. I, I think it's high time he won. He's not won since this event last year. But do you know what? When I was looking down the prices, when I was inputting them into the thing, there were two people I wanted to ask you about. One was Lucas Glover, two wins on the bounce. Can he carry yeah. that into this uh, into this week? And the other one was, why on earth is Patrick Cantley so short when he never wins? That was going to be my question. Yeah, well, that, that's that's the downside, isn't it, of the argument that he's shorter than a lot of these players who have won. But he always pulls a win out. I think I just think it's time to back him. I think okay. this is an absolute course that he really likes. Um, past winners here. You can go back to 2003 when the, held, the US Open was held here. Jim Furyk came in in brilliant form. Uh, he won that US Open. So you've got to be in really good form. I don't think you can, can come here and find your game. So Cantley, I think he's just run into the right sort of form at the right time again. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's not one I don't want to sort of mess about. I know if he comes fourth. I think, he, I think let's go for the win mm-hmm. and hopefully he can slowly get it done. At ten to one, you're not, or even twelve to one, you're not. Yeah. Well, you're not going to get that each way at the twelve to one price. You're, you're not no. going to get much of an each way return anyway, are you? So you might as no. well go for it. Put put um, your full stake on the win. Just in terms of the stats, back to that Keegan Bradley quote: you need to drive it well and putt well. Mm. Well, you're sort of talking about Patrick Cantlay there. He's second in total driving, and a big aspect of that is the fact that he's fourteenth in driving accuracy. So he hits it long and straight. He's thirtieth in uh, strokes gained putting. So you won't find many players in the field who, who hit it that long and straight and put that well. In fact, he's, he's the best of them. Mm. Uh, so lots of things pointing uh, me towards him. This is Late Tea Time. The last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tindall. 
So Patrick Cantley goes on to our betting slip for the Late Tea Time podcast. Um, we were talking ahead of uh, coming on air and uh, you were telling me who your other pick was going to be this week and some horrible um, things happening in Hawaii at the moment. And that links us to the uh, the bet that you've got coming up. Yeah, Colin Morikawa, your favourite. Um, normally, you know, we sort of say this with a bit of a, always your favourite, a laugh and a joke, but it's a bit more serious this week because um, he's got, um, they've had these terrible wildfires in, in Hawaii um, where I think it's now over 100 people have died. Um, and Colin Morikawa was, I think it, you pronounce it Lahaina, probably wrong, but um, his grandparents were, were, were born there. It's like a historic town on Maui. Um, where, uh, you know, his, his ancestors are from his grandparents, where there's lots of uh, restaurants and shops and they've all been obliterated. Uh, so he's very close to this. And actually last week um, he did this thing where he said he would pledge $1,000 for every birdie that he makes over the next three events. So okay. that, was last, that was last week. Uh, this week in the final one. And he, he made a few last week, didn't he? He, he did make a few last week, yeah, which was really good. Um so he was 13th last week. Um, so, again, he's he's a player who's coming into form. A couple of starts earlier, he lost the playoff, didn't he, um, mm. in his previous start in the US. Now, he played this course in 2020 when it, he was kind of new on the scene, um, relatively new anyway, and he shot a pair of closing 68s. Bear in mind, this tournament was one with four under, uh, so that was a really strong finish there. Uh, to creep into the top 20. So it's just one of these things. Patrick Cantley is kind of like a numbers scientific pick. Um, Morikawa is more the kind of, just that kind of element that that can just make a difference um, to a sort of golfer's mind. It, he sort of, he's not thinking about himself. He's doing it for someone else. It just sort of takes the pressure off, you know, getting too much into the detail of my backswing and, you know, a putt missing. So, um, it's a good way as well to to cheer Colin Morikawa on, and, and who knows if if you have a bet on him and you win some money this week, maybe you can pledge a bit of that uh, to to that cause in in Hawaii. So yeah, it's it, and I think his price as well is is quite good. Really, I mean twenty five to one. We've seen Colin Morikawa go off shorter in majors than that. Yeah, uh, so I think he's been a bit undervalued. So you know, you, you could find events where Cantley Morikawa were the same price. So. If Cantlay's a bit short this week, in theory, you can see why. I think Morikawa's just a bit too uh, too big because it's the sort of course he should do really well on. It's a tough I, course. I know which of the two I prefer to see win. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, 25 to 1, six places with the likes of Paddy Power, Betfair, William Hill. Um, and I guess we're going each way with that price, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. yeah. So hopefully he makes an absolute ton of birdies. Um, we don't mind bogeys. it? We don't want him to grind out pars. We want him to make birdies, throw him some bogeys, but still win. Yeah, so, uh, well, he is a favourite of the show. And obviously what's happening in Hawaii is uh, is pretty grim. So uh, if you're watching, Colin, our best wishes to you and everybody out there in Hawaii. And hopefully you pull through and everybody comes through that too up as, as safely as possible because it is uh, not nice what's going on out there. It's a beautiful part of the world as well. Um, watched a few films from Hawaii um, I mean, Lost was filmed on Hawaii. Um, yes, there are some quite remote parts of it. It's bigger than you think and uh, some very beautiful parts of Hawaii. It's a place I'd love to go to. So, um, yeah, hopefully everybody uh, is uh, safe out there and stay safe. Um, so uh, good luck to uh, Colin Morikawa. 
um, this week and at the uh, BMW Championship. Um, DT, thank you very much indeed, as always. Um, always a pleasure. Um, please, everybody out there, um, gamble responsibly. Um, this is a sports broadcast media production, and we're with you, as we said at the start, every Wednesday. And uh, well, usually every Wednesday, sometimes when we're lazy, it's early Thursday morning, um, but usually every Wednesday, as late as possible, with the uh, best golfing bets from DT as we go through the golfing season. So, late tea time, Polis, good luck with your bets. Um, gamble responsibly as I say and we'll see you again around about the same time next week cheers everybody always gamble responsibly visit begambleaware.org for more information sports social podcast network